hello, welcome to the final episode of the Northern Monkeys Euros show. Uh, it's been a spectacular European Championships tournament. It's been one of the best ever, but it ended in one of the, well, the most typical England ways. Let's let's, let's say that. Worth um, worth recording the Wednesday, so it's, what, three days off, three four days after, and still not very, still not over it. Let's put it that way. Um, Nuttall is still in mourning. Nuttall's not with us. He hasn't quite brought himself to do the episode yet, so um, he'll be back next week. Wayne is with us. Hello, Wayne. How are we doing? Uh, maybe, maybe not the right question to ask. No. Nice to right. nice to be here, Alexa. We'll leave it at no. that. <laughs> and Odie Pie is with us as well. Odie Pie, how's it going, mate? Hello. It's nice. Uh, it's nice to be in counselling. <laughs> I was thinking about this earlier. I thought this is going to be like a bit of free therapy for us, where we can just sort of air his grievances, talk about how it was, you know, disappointing, and then hopefully it'll make us feel better. And hopefully, if you're listening, it it'll make you feel a bit better as well. It probably won't. Um, you know, I'm still hurting over losing to Argentina in 1998, so this one might take a bit longer to get over. Bearing in mind it was the final. God, like, see, you say I hold grudges. I don't want a grudge, I'm just still a little disappointed about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fucking David Batty missing a... Uh, anyway, let's talk about more modern people missing penalties. Um, yeah, 1-1. One, one. Um, obviously, 3-2 loss on penalties. We've got our predictions to go through as well. We'll go through predictions at the end as well. Because we all like a good laugh at Wayne, don't we? So, that'll cheer everybody up. <laughs> um, me and Oda watched it together. Wayne, you watched... You were working, so you still got to watch most of the game. It's fair, fair, fair. Uh, a, a decent chunk of the game, more than half. Yeah. yeah. Um, first half, I thought you saw the first half. I thought personally, I Odin will probably agree with me. I thought it was a fantastic performance from England in the first half. Yeah, definitely. Um, a lot of uh, attacking threat, a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of energy, a lot of organisation. Pretty much everything that we saw during the knockout rounds, um, everything that we, we wanted to see from this England team, uh, heart and determination. Um, yeah, I, I mean, there's the absolute scenes two minutes in when the ball comes over at top and the, the least likely person on the pitch um, strikes one of the sweetest left foot volleys He'll, I mean, it wasn't the greatest goal ever, but it's, it feels like the greatest goal ever because of the moment. Um, yeah, I'll not, I'll not forget that one in a hurry. Um, solid performance all around in that first half, and I just wish we did, uh, wish we could have kept it up. Yeah, Odin, you give a lot of grief to Luke Shaw. And last episode you were on, um, you begrudgingly said something that was not actually a compliment. Um, uh, hold on. Cut. Go on. That, that that was a compliment. That that was the highest compliment I could give, and that 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 is the the roof of the compliment. Even after after Sunday, I can the yeah, he's been he's been good. He's been good. Listen, so you're not willing to. Benny Manny goes down in English history as only, one of only three men to score in a fight in a major tournament final. The only man to score in a European Championship final for England. You cannot upgrade your positivity about him. Uh, I was, I've was, i been impressed by his tournament. Is that any better? I mean, it's still underselling it a bit, to be honest. Like, say, what do you want me to do? Suck him off or something? Crikey. 
Odin, are you, Odin, Odin, are you offering to give a blowjob to an England player? That's disgusting. No, <laughs> I, I, I'm talking about, I'm talking about Lexi and, and, and compliments and uh, Lexi. What I want you to say is that he has been fantastic this tournament, and he deserved his goal in the final, where again he had a fantastic performance. Something along those lines. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint, but <laughs> so as far as, so as far as I'm going, he's had a, an impressive performance uh, coming in uh, the games he has done uh, because he. He made himself undroppable in end, didn't he? Uh, mm. Yeah. Very Jeff, good. Jeff Hurst, Martin Peters, Luke Shaw. No, I didn't think I'd ever say that either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, in terms of the goal, Wayne, it's very good goal. Very, very good. Everything else, the first half were really good. I said this at the time, and it turned out to be true. It was too early. We scored the game, we scored the goal too early, which meant we sat back, and it worked perfectly in the first half. But as soon as Italy upped their game, we didn't up our game, and we didn't need to up our game because we were one nil up. And it, 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 it sounds really stupid, but I hope you sort of know what I mean by that. I, when I when I did get to watch the second half, um, which was. A couple of minutes before the equaliser, I was—I did start to think to myself, "This feels a lot like Croatia three years ago," and that we started so strongly and we just couldn't—we couldn't build on it, we couldn't adapt, which is something we've not—I've not felt like has been a problem for us all tournament, with the possible exception of the Scotland game. Um, but we just weren't adapting to the situation. It was, you know, almost same old, same old. The equaliser was unfortunate. Quality saved by Pickford, push it onto the post. If you've been extremely hypercritical, you'd like to have someone other than Hurricane on the line to react to it because you feel like if it were a defender, they would have reacted to the uh, to the save quicker and possibly been down to clear it. But that's been extremely hypercritical. Um, there, are, it, it was just it was disappointing because you could you could see it coming, and after that equaliser, you felt like deja vu had hit and it, it, I lost a little bit of hope as the game went on which is really really sickening but you could feel it slipping away from us um, and I think I said before and if I got to if we got to extra time I'd feel confident that we win extra time but not on penalties because of the whole you know, penalties. Mystique, mystique <laughs> around England and penalties but I can't have asked much more from the team, from the competition. I'm, I'm trying to only focus on the positives. Um, we'll come on to some negatives. But there, there, there are a few, few too many negatives from that, uh, from the second half and extra time. Yeah, Odd. Yeah, um, I, I remember telling you just out of confidence that we'd go on and, and win comfortably after you yeah, said yeah. after you said uh, he had your hands on your head saying it's too early Lexi we're going to win easy now we're going to win <laughs> <laughs> and he, do you know what our, our kind of opposite though I mean second half when the equaliser I thought well, do you know what 
we'll we'll look as game now. Uh, because I think as a team, I don't know, you might get a lot of well, all Italian people disagreeing with me, and a lot of Scottish and Welsh and Irish. But if we we turn up and they turn up, right, we win. For me, easy. I I, I don't. Obviously, you've got your leaders, but they're they're old. Chiellini and Benucci. I I don't like Donnarumma. I don't know how he's. Uh, Play it from, from, from from the ah, what a load of bollocks. I know. Would uh, he have Would he have been if it didn't go to penalties? Even if Italy had won, it didn't go to penalties. Would he have been? That's why that fucking player at tournament thing is a lot of bollocks. It's based on the most. It's based on the last thing that's happened. It's all bullshit. Mm. Uh, so on on that sense, it weren't like we we're going into the final. We are free and worried about. For me, anyway. An Italian side. Uh, I, I just think as as players and as a team, we turn up. We're far superior. The only only a couple uh, Italy players really impressed me this tournament. Spinazzola and uh, Chiellini. I know, Chiesa. I know you can t- Chiesa, yeah, yeah, Chiesa, but. Would you have him in our attacking lineup? Well, it, probably it'd be not a toss-up. Right. Yeah. So when, when you when yeah. you compare player to player, it's, uh, I, just, I just but obviously, well, games we all know <laughs> games not one on paper, is it? So uh, yeah, just uh, it, it just felt like stars were aligned in it going into the final, and mm. uh, yeah, and I think that's why it's a as much as it has because of who we're playing and also it been an home tournament basically yeah, it did feel that way um yeah it did and we 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 all we're all now Gareth Southgate fans or it wasn't to start with but we are all Gareth Southgate fans and we all have we all want to continue but that doesn't mean we can't talk about the mistakes he made because he'll, he'll 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 obviously admit the mistakes he made Sitting back so deep so early turned out to be a problem, and you hear you hear this a lot from pundits and former players saying that if, once you sit back for so long, as soon as your defence is breached, it's difficult to flick that switch to, to, to turn back to playing normal. And that was very clear for England's performance that it was very very difficult to go back to the performance in the for the first part of the first half. We just never really got going until. We just thought Grealish got injured in extra time. We started to up the tempo, but we started to move the ball a bit better. And then there was a big stoppage because Grealish got stamped on. And that killed game and to, to penalties. Um, but again, the changes didn't come soon enough. The changes he made, which again we'll come on to in a minute, were at times baffling uh, from Southgate. But at the same time, I think we did a good job to get there. And he learned from his mistakes. We talk about Croatian mistakes. We had two at Ben three years ago. He's learned from the mistakes. Talk about the mistakes in the Nations League. We've learned from those mistakes. We've learned from the mistakes inside this own sodding tournament against Scotland. He's improved from those mistakes already in one tournament. So that's that's a lot of a big positive. So hopefully we'll learn from these. Um, should we talk about penalties? Oh. Well, you um, know what? I, I genuinely thought I was over this. And when you said that, <laughs> my heart actually sank a little bit. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm clearly not over it. 
you, you've you've topped it off for me, like so, because I, I've I've found thinking about the game a, a struggle. Never mind the <laughs> uh, the penalties. It it was just and you were you were not all. You were screaming at everyone, weren't you? And and, and that, I I was just sat there numb. I, I, I couldn't. I, I don't know. I just, I just couldn't. Oh, I so I think it's because, well, obviously you you've all been through shit before we at club club football uh, as fans. Uh, yeah, I think it's that thick skin in it. You you have to develop, uh, and everyone reacts differently, but. Yeah, it's. Uh, it, I kind of put it in, put it, put it down the shitter in in my mind. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, to, I want to talk about uh, the penalty takers. I want to talk the five penalty takers. And the reason I want to ask talk about them is because the substitutions he made to bring on Sancho and Rashford. Number one, I do not have a problem bringing players on for penalties. I think it works perfectly. We've seen it work perfectly in the past. That's that's a perfectly accept for me. I don't know if you two get as a perfectly acceptable tactic. Apart from that one time where he brought Carragher on for penalties and he missed. Yeah, I mean England don't have a good record of doing it clearly, but it, it's it, you know it's a valid, everybody everybody does it. it. It works. My issue is that he took off Kyle Walker. Kyle Walker can take a penalty. We know Kyle Walker can take a penalty. And there's other players who didn't end up taking penalties that we know can strike a ball. And I know Harry Maguire's penalty turned out to be an absolute fucking stunner. But why is Harry Maguire taking a penalty in front of Jack Grealish? For it, uh, As an example, I don't understand the pen, the five penalty takers, sorry, the, the three penalty takers of Kane, Sancho and Rashford make perfect sense. Harry Maguire and, ba- and Saka don't make any sense to me. Maguire's never taken a, a competitive penalty before. And Saka's never taken a competitive penalty before. I know. Let's give their first penalties in what is the second biggest game in world football behind the World Cup final. You're piling so much pressure on him. And he didn't... It's not like, oh, we had to take him off because he was injured. Trippier, for example, he could, you know, if we could have kept Trippier on, perfect penalty taker. I don't, I don't understand how we got to those five. And when, when I thought about it, you think back to Russia against Colombia, where John Henderson... And Eric Dyer taking penalties. And they both proved that they're not very good at taking penalties. I know Dyer scored, but it was a shit penalty, weren't it? Yeah, interesting that um, Anderson didn't get took off, took off in last minute in order to bring someone on. Yeah. Um, despite the fact that in pretty much any other time, he's been a, a key penalty taker. I know he, well, he missed, missed one. He missed Mr. Columbia. Well, yeah, but he also missed in the uh, warm up game, didn't he? <laughs> Friendlies. Yeah, did yeah. <laughs> but for, for Liverpool, yeah. he's he's one of their main takers. Um, Harry Maguire was always going to take the uh, Harry Kane was going to take the first one. Personally, yeah. I don't see a problem with Harry Maguire taking the second. One. I know it might sound like hindsight, but I get the logic. You needed someone with confidence and someone with balls to step up and take that. And quite frankly, that's probably the second best penalty I've ever seen. Um, yeah. Right behind Kevin Pressman against Wolves in '95, because he did the exact same thing. Um, the fact that he broke the camera was fucking brilliant. Um, so I, I, I understood that one. 
Um, and then Pickford saved the third one. Pickford said the second one. Second one. So at that point we were, yeah, two one up. Yeah, yeah two one up. Yeah, well, we missed um, yeah, missed last three. Yeah, and you know it's all it's all great. And then uh, and then it starts going very very England from then on. So third penalty taker, which was uh, I think Rashford third one. Rashford, weren't it? I had every confidence when he stepped up. And I knew we were going to do that little fucking Fernandez thing because um, that's what he does. But I had every confidence, and it, it just felt when he dragged it wide that for me that was the moment that took it away from us because that that atmosphere came in from then and the pressure mm. built on him. They didn't have any pressure up to that point. And I, I'm not saying this in any way to blame Rashford, I'm, I'm genuinely not. But from that moment, it, it, it changed. Uh, I. I lost a lot of hope after seeing that. Mm. It, it just felt like it's happening again. I don't blame him for taking the penalty where he did. That's how he does it. And 99 times out of 100, he would have gone the other side of the post. The one that matters didn't. Sancho, not a, not a fantastic penalty, to be honest with you. I don't think. Um I don't know what his penalty taking record is like. No, I don't. He's, he's highly, you know, he's highly spoke of. And if you're bringing him on to take a penalty, there must have been a conversation had in the 116th, 117th minute when they were going to do it that said that he wanted to take one. And then, yeah, and then, and then, I can't say it. I can't bring myself to say it like so. <laughs> oh, poor little sucker. Yeah, that poor lad. I just he's one he's one of them guys that I just want to see do well in life. He just seemed like the most likable guy in the world. And to see him miss that penalty. We'll go talk about the after stuff in a minute, because I think that needs addressing for you know, because it needs to, but it couldn't have happened and, and I didn't want to happen to anybody would. But I'd, if it happened to Harry Kane, for example, he's had a career you know he's gonna be able to deal with it well. But if if Maguire was the one He's a, you know, you know, he's, he's a mental, clearly a mentally strong guy. You don't know about Saka. He's a, he's still a kid, and to have the weight of the world on his shoulders and just it was heartbreaking for a number of reasons. The, yeah. the the only thing that gives me a modicum of hope for him is, and it's not football related, but I'm pretty sure both of you will remember um, Ben Stokes is over against West Indies in the T20 World Cup. Mm. A few years ago, they needed yeah. 19 to win off last over, and he bowled four consecutive sixes to uh, Brathwaite. Mm. It changed. It, it changed him. He was still relatively young at that time, and it, it changed him. It, it made him the person that he is today. I mm. hope that's the same uh, for Saka. I really hope it is. You can mm. come back from these things. Might not feel it. Like oh yeah, that, but you, you can. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure Southgate love. Told him that there's no there's no better guy really is he? Mm. Yeah, just, he, he, he put he put him on uh, to join his gang didn't he? I think that's <laughs> that was the thinking of the penalties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but now, joking aside, it, it it were heartbreaking for him, weren't it? It were it were like, ah, yeah. oh, God, it, yeah. 
I think I think everyone wanted to put an arm round him, didn't they? Um, yeah. Yeah. It were uh, <laughs> the the old enemy of penalties returned, didn't it? After a little a little yeah. a little wave of uh, penalty shootout uh, victory. Um, yeah. yeah. I feel even more depressed talking about this now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wayne's put Samaritan's uh, number on. on for, for anyone, YouTube. Yeah, for anyone who's listening uh, audio only, um, the number for Samaritan's one one six one two three. They've been inund- inundated since Sunday, so you know you might have to wait a while. But hmm. <sighs> yeah, just just about just to go, we talk about how many penalties taken. Um, Sancho's taken two professional penalties before. Scored, well, he's scored two professional penalties before. Uh, Saka scored one in the FA Youth Cup once. That's that's their penalty record. Um, yeah, FA FA Youth Cup with probably depending on what round it is, anything between a few hundred and a few thousand, not ninety thousand. No, not ninety thousand, and probably hundreds of millions watching around, not just Europe, probably around the world actually. Yeah, he'll come back. I'm sure he will. I love Saka. I, even before this tournament, I, we, I think we're all surprised he got through to the tournament in the first place. Um, but I know for a fact we're, we're big fans of him playing for Arsenal. I hope Arsenal, to an extent, do well for him and the young players they've got coming through. I don't think they will. Bearing in mind they lost to Hibs last night. Um, have, you, have you seen the second goal? Glorious, That's brilliant, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> absolutely fantastic yeah. goalkeeping. Yeah, I know you've missed penalty sacker, but these are the, these are your teammates you get to go play with soon. Oh fucking hell. <laughs> hope, hope it makes him feel better. <laughs> yeah. Um, the penalties that Donovan was saved were standard penalties, and this is this is an, this is an issue of winning player of the tournament. I don't think the penalty saves against Spain were very good. They were just penalty saves you should have made. Credit where credit should have made them, I suppose. Pickford oh. save against Jorginho on the other end. That was quality. That 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 one of the moments where I thought, oh, we've turned it round. We've done it. We've stopped the guy who always scores penalties. We're going to turn it round. It's coming back our way, and then it didn't. I felt that, and then I reminded myself what happened with Wednesday against Huddersfield in playoff semi-finals a few years ago, <laughs> where Westwood saved the fifth penalty, and you're like, "Oh, Forest yeah, he's got it. It's fine. We're going to be fine. We're going to." Oh, it's fucking mess. <laughs> yeah, mm. but before the tournament, uh, I heard on radio that uh, England had got a um, like penalty taking. Mentality kind of bloke who who came in and and because what he said were Yuri Geller. Uh, <laughs> he said that in previous England squads they've taken the least amount of time to to get a breath and take the penalty. I, I'll be honest, I, I can't I can't recall the penalties because like I say I've just put it bin in the head. Um, <laughs> But I can't remember if, if they took any more time or it seemed like they were taking more time. Uh, but that's what they're supposed to have gone through anyway, in catching a breath, mm. having a moment, and then stepping up. Um, so, I don't know. That's clearly didn't work. Uh, no. But, yeah. Yeah. He's, 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 the lesson he needs to learn is to make sure you've got a penalty that penalty order felt panicked and rushed 
Whereas mm. what should have what good teams do, good teams who get penalty shootouts, who will do well in penalty shootouts, there's basically a set order. In in a 26 man squad, you should be able to pick five penalty takers that are, are good, reliable penalty takers. Rashford is one of them. That's unlucky. Sancho, we've already mentioned, scored twice in his career penalty shootout record. So it's not exactly stellar. I'm surprised. I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised, disappointed with the five with some of the penalty takers, not the penalties took, but who was asked to take them. I'm surprised Southgate let them. Mm. If that makes sense. But, but fine, fine margins in it, Lexi. I mean, let's eat. You, could, oh, yeah. you could have five at most reliable penalty take, takers in the world on pitch. It gets to a final European final. It's a mm. it's a lottery, isn't it? it's a lottery. Who, who was Great left extent. on the pitch? Who were the other six players on the pitch? So you got Pickford, well, obviously. Well, let me. Well, let me have, you, have you seen the rumor on Twitter that Pickford were up next? No, I'm not seeing that. Uh, Pickford and somebody else. I can't. There, there were two, two, two that were reported up next with Pickford and somebody else. Um, probably the players Stones. Left the, yeah, probably. Uh, the players left on the pitch were Jordan Pickford, John Stones, um, Jack Grealish, Luke Shaw. Calvin Phillips and Sterling. I would have preferred. I don't know. Other might tell me wrong. I, in my head, Calvin Phillips would be a good penalty taker because he can strike a ball. He's got that technique. He's and that's what penalties built upon. It's built upon technique, and it's also built on heart. Calvin Phillips has got technique and he's got heart. I, I would for similar reasons to, to Harry Maguire, but I think he's he's obviously much better technically. Calvin Phillips would be further at my order. Why is uh, still if why are we kept still up pitch? We've we've took we've kept still enough pitch to take Kyle Walker off to bring Sancho and still to swing Sancho and Rashford on. It doesn't make any sense. I don't ever recall whilst watching Leeds United Calvin Phillips ever taking a penalty. Have a look. Um, and also, as a Leeds fan, I wouldn't have liked to have seen him take a penalty either. <laughs> Calvin Phillips, okay. you back him to score? Would you back him to score quickly? Yes or no? So I'm going. Yeah. I still haven't got a David Batten missing in '98. All right. Yeah, uh, I th- yeah, but and if he didn't miss, I don't want to hate him. All right, I don't want to hate Calvin Phillips. It's bad enough that I like him, me being a Leeds player. I definitely don't want to yeah. hate him. I'll be yeah. conflicted yeah, we're about penalties. We're going about penalties. We're going about bad things, but. There's questions to be asked, asked and answered. I'm sure Southgate, Southgate's not one of these Harry bury his head in the sand like a Sam Allardyce would be or Roy Hodgson. He will work on it. He'll learn, he's learned his lessons previously. He will learn his lessons going forward. Oh, absolutely. You can you can imagine him like just analysing it and going spending mm. days, weeks, months analysing yeah. uh, him and his staff uh, what they could have done better. And yeah, there's no doubt he's he's done it before and he'll do it again. He'll uh, have learnt from it. The, the the positive that we have got is it's only fifteen months till the next major tournament. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Which is, um, which is not which is not set out for us at all. We're taking a team of fucking English people to the desert. What were we thinking? Yeah, <laughs> well, works really well in Brazil, didn't it? Well, the air con- the air conditioned stadiums that we find. Yeah, built yeah. on top of the bones of slave workers. <laughs> I mean that's a slight problem, but you know I don't I don't think I don't think Northern Monkeys is the type of type of show to unearth these type of type of truths. 
I think it's a perfect, it's a perfect show. Perfect show. Um, we're going to finish in a minute by talking about just talk about highlight players in England, a couple of other players, but we do have to mention it because it's happened and it happened again. The abuse that some of the players, three players in particular, faced after the penalty shootout miss. Um, can, can like, it's do you mind? Those, do, yeah, do you mind? Right, I, I want to put this out straight away. All right, we when we're a, a relatively new show, so we, we have a, a small number of followers. It's getting bigger and bigger every week. However, if you're one of these fucking morons that have been tweeting and sending Instagram messages to non-white English players, sending them abuse for either not stepping up for a penalty, missing a penalty, the littlest little thing, don't watch us. We don't fucking want you on this podcast, right? Go back to whatever fucking ditch you've been living in Stick your head in a fucking sand somewhere. We don't care about you. You are the, literally the scum of the earth. You don't call yourself football fans. Don't go around telling me, oh, I fucking spent, we've been watching England away for 20 years. Don't give a toss. You're not wanted in fucking English football. Fuck off. Sorry, I had to get that one out. <laughs> I, think, I think most rational people, I think, I think a high majority, we're talking 99% of people agree with you. It's the very, it's a very minor, it's a minority, but the loud bastards, and they always have something to say. And it was, Odin, it was, it is terrible, and it, it shouldn't happen. But we we knew it would come in. Yeah, and that's uh, that's a part <laughs> of that, isn't it? It's uh, disgusting. Some stuff uh, directed their way, and. Uh, I don't know. It's just a a, a problem we we still have, and uh, I, th- I, th- I forget who it were. It might have been uh, Reese James. Is that they learn a lot more about people when they lose than when they win, and it, it, yeah, it's uh, absolutely, um, yeah. I've just not, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what more to say on it. I think when. Uh, Wayne summed it up. It summed it up very well. What I will say is this group of English players have conducted themselves in one of the best ways I've ever seen a group of footballers behave. Um, they're very open and honest. They're willing to tackle what the issues that are the hard issues, but they want to tackle them. Talk of Rashford's food things that he's done for the kids over the past 18 months, taking the knee. These are important issues to the players that they want to back up and want to support. And you don't have that with football. It's always been footballers stick to football. Always been that. That's always been the case. But now we've got a group of group of players, group of group of men who are saying, Do you know what? These these things going off in society that we want to try and help. We want to try and move forward. And then to get that after the game for something that they didn't mean to do because of the colour of skin is just it's very it's pathetic. Uh, and like Wayne said, we don't want you in football. Never mind, forget about forget about our podcast. We don't want you in football. Uh, we can't stop you watching football, but if it was if it were up to anybody else, we wouldn't have you watching our game anymore. And whatever sport in the team, you, we we can't continue to be a, a culture of it ain't me because that's clearly not working. When you see these morons, and I go to games, and I stand on the terraces, and I sit in the stands, and I hear these morons, we've got to create a culture where you call them out, call them out, identify them to everyone. 
you know, if you want to be one of these uh, people that takes a picture and puts them on social media, do that. Do it with evidence. Let's not have, let's not have people just taking random pictures of people in stands. Film them what they're saying. Put them on social media. Highlight them because it's the only way we're ever gonna get anywhere near ridding uh, football of that sort of culture. You, you are nothing if this is what you if if this is your life. Getting uh, we all all four of us on this podcast like to go and have a drink and watch football. None of us have ever been gone to watch a football and got into a fight. None of us have ever been to a football uh, and been thrown out of football. We all just enjoy it, and I don't see why you can't be the same. Why do you have to bring in your fucking fucked up, small minded, out of date prejudices to the fucking game? We don't want you. Yeah. Agreed. I hope the social media companies will help with this on the social media platforms. I don't believe they will. Um, but hopefully they could do something to root out these people from their platforms. Um, yeah. I think we've covered that as much as we can. Um, I'll take a breath. I'll positives. take a breath. And ha- yeah. if it, hold on. If you move on to positive, this better not be predictions because there's no positives in this predictions for me. All right. No. We're going to predictions in a minute. But let's talk about some individual performances um, which impressed that tournament. So wrap up of England's tournament and performances players. Uh, Pickford win for me. I'm not going to not necessarily play a tournament for England, but it's not far off. Uh, other than a little bit of the Denmark game, he's not barely put a foot wrong. He saved, he saved two penalties and lost a game. And, and a little Walker bit of the, Ukra- the Ukraine game as well, Laxie. Oh, yeah. Maybe a kick or two in the Ukraine game. Just, yeah, just, just a bit of Russia blood. Yeah. Just a few moments. He has been a very solid performer throughout the tournament. Possibly, I'd say definitely one of the, one of our top three. Yeah, probably his top top three performers mm. uh, for me. Um, he's been brilliant. Um, a strong nine out of ten for the tournament. He, he can be he can be very proud of himself. Yeah, Declan Rice owed, um each the game changed in the final. When Declan Rice came off, we lost that energy and bite, which Henderson didn't replace. Um, we've all been critical of Declan Rice, particularly when he first came into the England team, but. It's just come on leaps and bounds, and he's he is a different player to when he first started playing for England. Yeah, absolutely, and not just ability and all. He's he's very likable, isn't he? As, yeah. as, as a as a as someone to speak to uh, to the nation, the media. Um, yeah, he's. Uh, <laughs> he is, yeah. I've I've no doubts he'll he'll go on to have a fantastic career. Um. West Ham fans t- telling everyone a bit similar to Phillips uh, in that he just fell on deaf ears before this tournament. And I'll be honest, I, it fell on deaf ears with me and all, but yeah, it's been very impressive. We spent we spent the entire pre-tournament talking about whether Henderson were going to be fit, if he is going to be fit and he is in there, who is going to play alongside him? You know, the whole world's changed. The uh, Rice and Phillips have been immense all tournament. Um, we spent probably two years taking the piss out of Roden when he talks about Calvin Phillips <laughs> and really winding him up um, because, in all honesty, we've not seen enough of him as non-Leeds fans, um, and we weren't really listening to what Roden said. And the few performances we did see, we didn't we didn't overly impress, which is why when he did go into 
tournament and played the first game, we were all like, mm, that's a bit odd. Probably not what I've picked, but, you know, maybe Anderson's not fit. I get it, all right. But from minute one of that Croatia game, he's completely changed my mind. He was, he'd been absolutely brilliant. Um, and as the Northern Monkeys, we have to praise all Northerners. So Calvin Phillips, Kyle Walker, John Stones. The Oxford Wall. Um, Jordan Pickford, uh, Harry Maguire. What? You're yeah. claiming Pickford? Pickford's from... Oh, Northern, uh, sorry. I think from Washington, Washington sorry. isn't he? Yeah. No, we're Northern Monkeys, aren't we? Sorry, we've got, apologies. We've got to praise the, the, the players from the North. Uh, Phil Foden. Mm, I, can't, I don't think I can put Grealish in there, unfortunately. Ben, ben White. Ben White. Where's he from? Never mind. Well done, Odin. <laughs> well done, Odin. Um, yeah, colossal performances from a lot of them. Should be really proud of themselves. Mm. A free and independent north. I will let you Calvin Phillips moment in a, in a minute, Odin. Uh, no, no, do you know I'll, what? I'll, 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 I'll let you save that for predictions because I know you all you predicted as players. So I'll let well, I'll let you have it when we come to when we come to predictions. No, no, Lexi, do you know what? I've said everything I've ever needed to oh. say about Calvin Phillips. I want, I want you all to talk about him for once. Should we, should we wait until we Od, Odin, Odin, sorry, it's bugging me. Just at the bottom of the screen, um, can you just wipe the cum off the screen, mate? It's just bothering me. <laughs> <laughs> um, there we go. Odin, uh, Harry Kane and Raheem Sterling. Uh, Harry Kane came in for a ridiculous amount of stick prior to the Germany game. A lot, a lot of stick. Uh, and again, proved his worth. Raheem Sterling came in for a hell of a lot of criticism pre-tournament, and has proved his worth. These guys are just, just properly professional people. The way they just come back from the shit they had to take. Yeah, and it's it says about them uh, a lot as people and all, doesn't it? Uh, and and they've got that character to to uh, prove doubt was wrong. Is a lot of that England team. I mean, Mings, mm. Mings in first game, everyone's yeah. saying, oh, he, he did look ropey. He did look ropey. And to be honest, again, I know we didn't see a lot of him to our tournament, but I, I thought in an England shirt, he were very, very good. And if it weren't for mm. Maguire coming back in, there wouldn't have been anyone else getting back inside in the, for, for him. Uh, so, yeah. Do you know what? I think any anybody... Uh, everybody, sorry, in that in in this tournament, is kind of. I think it do, it didn't matter who came in. They've they've made the cell. They they, they look more than comfortable, more than capable, and I think that that I know we would go on about depth, but mm. we we we've got it in masses, haven't we? We have. Somebody gets chopped up by a chainsaw at Wayne's house. It's a motorbike going past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we've got something depth. Well, at least there's no fight this week. Yeah, I'm disappointed. Um, you've got Sancho, who's one of the hot properties in European football, has played no minutes basically. Um, Jude Bellingham, who's 17 year old, 18 year old now, who's not played many minutes, as you'd expect, but who will, who will play minutes in future tournaments, future games. Um, I feel like we've just said a lot. 
but this is one of the truest it's ever been in my lifetime. This is the most exciting England squad I have ever seen. It's so exciting. There's nobody. There's these players are not at their peak. This is not like in even '96. Some of the, some of the players were coming to the end of their uh, their cycle. To be honest, Stuart Pearce. This this is before our time. Bear in mind, that was a different type of squad. Who out of this squad is not going to be there for the next tournament? Maybe Jordan Henderson. Anyone else that you, that you that right now you wouldn't take? There's every chance that uh, no, that John Stones will retire to be a butcher or bridge ferrets, <laughs> something like that. But other than that, yeah, um, I, I agree. I was thinking about your comment, the most excited and you know, my original thoughts were no, that's that's a ridiculous comment because of all the quality we've had for years. But actually, you're right, it is the best is yet to come. Mm. Um, we've got a World Cup next year. We've got another Euros in three years' time. Uh, I think it's Germany into 2024. Yes. Um, the, the, this will still be the same core of players. Mm. Well, People always mm. come through, but the, the core will still be there. Well, Foden will get better. Saka will get better. Grealish should get better. Joe Bellingham's going to get better. Sancho's going to get better. First, a lot of these is the start of their journey. I'm excited. There we go. On a positive, that's what I like to see, Alexa. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about some predictions. See you later. Um, <laughs> so we're going to start with players' individual individual awards first because we got all of them wrong. So this is going to be more who was closest. You no know, player of the tournament, breakout player. Who was closest, in our opinion, based on what we put. Um, I will go first and say I've got mine wrong. I went Mbappe. That's not going to win. Um Better than I had Francis runners up as well. We'll come for that later. Um, <laughs> when you went Harry Kane, Nuttall went Phil Foden, and Odie went Calvin Phillips. Unfortunately, um, there's only one winner there. Yeah, although Phil I Foden like, didn't get into tournament. I would like to argue that I came closer with Harry Kane than Nuttall did with Phil Foden. Ah, uh, yeah, Phil, Phil Foden's barely played. Yeah. Although, uh, although we did miss him at final, I think the fact we couldn't bring him off bench hurt us in the final. Um, I think we've covered that to death now. Um, oh, yeah, Calvin Phillips has been superb player of the tournament for England. Um, I felt in the second half against Italy, the midfield lost the battle, but I don't think it was necessarily Calvin Phillips' Declan Rice's fault. I just thought it was a team we lost, we lost control of the game. And he's not the best midfield in the world, the best midfielders in the world wouldn't let that happen, but he mm. was still almost faultless. Um, and if he keeps going, stays injury free. If Leeds continue to be successful uh, at the level they have been, him and Declan Rice will be our two starters at the next World Cup. And that's an incredible achievement for where Calvin Phillips has come from. All right, I'm making a tally of uh, how we're all getting on with these predictions. uh, I know. uh, uh... (laughs) I can't... So, I, di- I didn't think I could love him anymore uh, <laughs> before this tournament. Uh, I just feel so... Uh, all, all tournament proud of him. And, you know, I, like, I, I, don't, I don't even... I don't know the lad personally, obviously. But I see him often enough. And, uh, yeah, it just, it just felt like... Like I said... 
I don't know him personally, but it was like a proud dad moment. Uh, and it also <laughs> meant where he's conducted himself and like his statistics and all. He, he, I, I agree. I, I completely I agree. agree on line. Um, we'll get back. We'll get Odin back. Unfortunately, it's frozen on Odin's oh. confess. Oh, oh no! Oh. <laughs> What's going on? What the fuck? It's like it's like we like were playing a harp. What was that? <laughs> Um, oh, I don't know what happened to Odin. We'll get back in a minute. I wonder if it's a shame because you were halfway through a, a good speech then. Um, but that's a shame, Odin. But anyway, Odin gets the four points for that one. Wayne's going to keep scoring this one. Um, yeah. So, so, so uh, what, 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 what should we do? I'm going, I'm going to say between the four of us, four points for first, three points for second, two points for third, one point for bottom. But Odin got it exactly spot on. Come on. Well, it, well, it's not, it, oh, wasn't England's play, it wasn't England's play of the tournament. Yeah, oh, it I was suppose. player of the tournament. Okay, fair enough. Oh, so Odin gets four points for that. What's the next one then? The next one is breakout player. Uh, and you say you were going to give staggered points. Um, all, I can, all I can do is tell you that Odin went Ben White. Okay. Odin's going to be bottom of this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And the problem is all three of us picked the same player. Foden. Phil Foden, Phil Foden and Phil Foden. <laughs> So yeah. what? Um, two points. Two points for all of us, and one for Odin. Yeah, that's kind of giving him a point for Ben White, but yeah, I suppose I suppose they got a choice really. Um, who would you who would you put as the breakout player win? And again, not necessarily for England. The, the only one I can think of really, a couple put Spinazzola for Italy have been superb. Odin's back. Oh, all Hello. Fine. He's all hive. It's fine. Mm. Um. Um, I'm not sure to be honest with you. I, I, this is one of those ones I didn't really give any thought to. Um, you can't really. If, you, if you're going to get to England, you have to get to fucking Phillips again, won't you? Um, but across the board, you know, I, I, I don't think there's anyone other than Spinozola that I could think of that would warrant it. Hmm. And then it's because we don't know him. He's obviously a good player. Breakout player, Ode, you pick Ben White, so you're not getting it. You get one point for that somehow. Um, who do you, who was your I breakout agree. player of the tournament? Um, That's a difficult one because uh, it, are, we, are we doing it as the surprise or are we doing it as the young Young breakout player. Uh, I think breakout player can be any age. I don't think it's necessarily a young player. I think it's just just that someone form who wasn't sort of came out. Yeah. Someone who wasn't necessarily yeah. on the radar beforehand. I think that's the that's the bit for this. Could, yeah. Um, or outside of Leeds Phillips. Okay. I, you could. Poss- if you took an international stage, could you possibly say Donnarumma? You could say Donnarumma, but he were, he were already regarded as one of the best keepers anyway. Yeah, but I mean, it's his. Were we in 2018? I can't remember. They didn't qualify, did they? Oh, yeah, of course. So on the international stage, it's probably right, yeah. Probably, yeah, you might be right on that, actually. Who are the top um, scorers? 
what team top scorers? Italy. Uh, no, Ronaldo and what other? Uh, so Messi, Schick. Patrick, Patrick Schick. Oh, Schick. Well, you could argue Schick. That wonder goal. Yeah. He scored a goal at tournament. Yeah, possibly. True. Yeah. You move, move, you move on very nicely there, Odie Pie, because the next round, Wayne, you can give us all one point because we all went for the same player. Uh, we all went for Harry Kane. Is this for top scorer? Um, and amazingly, top scorer, yeah. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo won top scorer by scoring three penalties. Um, I might have four penalties, actually, at least three penalties, and then he got an assist. It was level with Patrick Schick, um, and, but Ronaldo assisted one, so... There's your golden boot. Uh, but Messi went and won Copper America, so that'll really upset Ronaldo, which I think is quite comical. Um, so, under what have we got next? We've got underachievers as our oh. next category. Uh, I'm so pretty confident I'm going to... Odin. I'm going... Ooh, ooh, I was just about to say, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be uh, bottom this, but maybe I'm not. You're going to be bottom. Uh, I went Germany. Yeah. I went Germany, Odin went Belgium, Nuttall went France, and you went England. Yeah, I'm bottom. Um, um, so for me, Nuttall wins that for France being the underachievers by going out in the last 16. Odd thoughts? Yeah. yeah, yeah they were expected to win it, weren't they? They were expected to very least get to the final, so yeah, I'll, I'll mm. give them that. Um, so Odin, between uh, between two, me and Odin... I would go Germany going out in the last 16 is an, is an underachievement compared to Belgium in the quarterfinals. But that's a close call because Germany weren't brilliant and Belgium were sort of expected. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Ooh, that's, I think that's a lot harder than you think. It is. Be- because of the, the... You'd think Germany, but then again, Germany come through a difficult group. Thing and they were always going to get through that difficult group. Nope. No. Nope. Germany definitely biggest underachievers there. Okay. Uh, so then, and Odin, you second last for Belgium. So now we have Dark Horses. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's not going well for uh, for us, us three. Um, so again, we'll start with who's won this round. Nuttall has won this round. He picks Switzerland as the Dark Horses. Um, he clearly predicted that Switzerland and France would meet in the last 16 <laughs> and Switzerland would beat them um, so that's another win, another win for Nuttall on that one I went for Dark Horse of Scotland uh, they picked up a single point um, Odin went for Holland who lost the Czech Republic and Wayne you went for Wales who got their arse handed to them by Denmark yeah, well, actually, you're getting one. You're getting one <laughs> point out. I think I'm getting two. Holden can have three there. Yeah. Any, you know what you're saying? You're saying Holland. You're saying, you're saying Holland did better than Wales. Are you saying you want to give me three points instead of two? Well, I'm saying did we, Holland went on last sixteen. So. Yeah, Wales that's what, that's had last sixteen was a better result than Holland went on last sixteen. Yeah, but, but did, oh. did, did, did did Holland make last Euros? Yes. No, they qualified for a while. Well, Wales was semi finalists. They're still, they're still got a better team than Wales, aren't they? Oh, fucking hell. 
Look, right, a decision needs to be made. I think just split it. I think I think Laxey needs to make the decision. I, I think you should I, flip a coin, Laxey. I, I ain't got a coin. Laxey, make the call. No. I think Wales getting getting to last sixteen is a better achievement than Holland getting lost sixteen. It doesn't qualify as a dark horse, but it's still it's still better. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and the final. Um, points, final final games. Uh, so we put them winners and runner up. Again, we'll start with the winner of this round. Although he didn't get either of them right, he picked the right two teams. Odin, so Odin predicted that England would beat Italy in the final. Oh yeah, it's beautiful stuff. So that's some some serious pointage. Um, I also went for England to win the tournament, so I get a finalist for that. So did Nuttall. Who did you have England to um, beat? France. Not all that. Uh, Portugal. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a poor pick from, for him, to be fair. Uh, I mean, you can pull that face if you like, Wayne, but you went for France to beat Holland. Yeah, I'm, I've definitely got one point. Let's not, uh, let's not be about the bush here. <laughs> um, oh, I don't I know, know how you split that. Odin. Odin. What's closer? England beating France or is England beating Portugal? Uh, it'd, it'd have to be France, surely. So that will access, yeah? Yeah. I never have our predictions. As always, they are shite. Uh, but having said that, we predicted, we predicted all the results correct in the knockout rounds. We have predicted the last 16 round. I predicted 1 1 for the Italy game and somebody to win on penalties. Uh, we all knew it was going to be Italy if it went to penalties. Um, so if you want to follow Northern Monkeys for some tips, we are available. I mean, I wouldn't do it if I were you, but you know, we've put, somehow got a. Money, I won't put money on anything that we do. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, well, you know. Uh, there was a Super Six tournament throughout the tournament, but um, they stopped doing it halfway through. And at the time of stoppage, I was winning, unbelievably. So you're welcome, guys. Um, any well, issues well, with the way to talk the scores up? Uh, a couple of issues I have with the tournament in general, which are going to be resolved. We are going to, this has come back to a normal episode, hour long thing. Uh, first of all, the final should be on a Saturday, Odin, and not a Sunday. That's baffling. It's on Sunday. It's no good for anybody. Um, and my second point is that there should never be a 24-team tournament ever again because it's the most confusing group stage ever known to man. Mm, but there, there is more games, Lexi. Bit mate, 32. I'm happy, I'm happy to go 32. 32. I know it, it'll dilute the quality, but because you've diluted the quality doesn't mean you've diluted the fun. Mm, true. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've no problem really. That been on Sunday. I know you you did probably because you were working next day. Uh, but yeah, uh, the the scenes before. I know there's there's been bad scenes before and mm -hmm. and good scenes before, but uh, yeah, a lot of it. We're, uh, I'm sure the people there will remember for the rest of their lives uh, down there. 
I forget yeah. about them. I don't know about us. But it's been a fantastic tour. It's been the best one we've ever seen. Um, and it's what football's all about. These major tournaments, once every couple of years, normally every couple of years. Uh, it's just football is genuinely all about these these moments and these runs that we that we thought we'd never see. Yeah, and, and you you know what? Three Lions, right? And there's a lyric in there. I always listen to and think about when it's a. A, a cup final up until this year is the no plans for final day staying bedroom mm-hmm. away and 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 that's i think that's it felt special didn't it this year especially with it being mm. at Wembley final and yeah hopefully this team goes on and does the goes that one step further which i know they've got the ability and the character to be able to do mm. Uh, yeah. so yeah it's just a shame yeah, that it's I, I, in, in winter. Yeah, but you get to win World Cup for Christmas, so that's not bad, is uh, it? That's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I still like watch the trophy lift. I always like a good trophy lift, but I, could, I still haven't brought myself to see another team lift that trophy. Um, and I don't want to. I do, I, I, whenever I'm bored, I want to put Sky Sports News on. And all day Monday, I couldn't put Sky Sports News on. Because I knew they'd have something like Italy going home to Italy and having a parade or having a fucking reception. And I just couldn't bring myself to watch them prick celebrate. It just hurts too much. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I had to, uh, it, like, I kept seeing clips coming up at Chiellini with trophy, and it was just like a just like as fast as you can scroll past or, or like you said, with, with telly and radio. <laughs> It's just that to have it switched off. You just need you just needed a total day detox from from it, didn't it? Uh, just yeah. while storm blows over. Yeah. Uh, uh, Wayne, final yeah, thoughts I don't, on the tournament. I don't think I'll ever be able to work, sit and. Am I behind? Can I can I apologise because the internet connection throughout this show has not been fantastic. Um, but um, final thoughts: uh, we're all disappointed, and we're all going to be disappointed um, for a long time to come. When watching England, it's always going to stick in the back of your throat. We were all around in '96 for the semi-final. But we were too young at that point to know exactly how it made people feel. Um, and for me, up until 2018, Three Lions was the song that we all adopted. It was almost, it felt arrogant the way we would sing it about football coming home. And over the last few years, I've started to sort of look into the lyrics more and understand the song more. And it's not necessarily about England winning or the expectation that England win. It's about how it makes you feel and how seeing England and supporting England uh, has an effect on your life. For me, football did come on this this summer. Um, we've had a horrible year and a bit uh, through pandemics, um, not been able to watch his own teams, not been able to go out and see his loved ones that one. But that this one thing has brought the entire nation together. And I think we can all look back at this in years to come after this initial moment's passed and actually remember this was one of the best summers of football that we probably will ever see. 
So for me, so for me, as much as it is absolutely devastating now, I'm glad I've seen it. Oh yeah. Um, I'd like to think that it gets better from here, but history suggests it doesn't. But (laughs) football did come on. Yeah. Well, there's only one more step to take. Just one. Um, So, and Wayne, who won the who won the points? I'm going to guess Odin. Well, uh, I've told, told, told them up. Uh, like I said, me and you finished joint bottom. Um, and the winner, just by our points tally system, one point ahead was actually Nuttall. One point ahead of, ahead of Odin. Mm. So I'm quite happy about this because he's not here to gloat. Oh. No. Um, I would have preferred you to win, Odd, um, but I'm quite happy that he's not here to gloat about it. So, you know. Oh, well done, but, but well done, Yeah, well done, Nutton. <laughs> That'll cheer him up. It'd be, um, be good to himself. It'd be good to himself. He's yeah. not here to go out about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, as we say, that's the end of the Euros. This is the final episode of the Northern Monkeys Euros show. Next week, or whenever we're back, we will revert. The domestic embargo has now been lifted, so we can talk about domestic action. We're not going to talk about the next action this week. Um, except to mention, fans are going to be back into stadiums. Our schedule's back at full capacity come the start of the season, and I cannot wait. Um, we'll cover that in a bit more depth next week, I think. We're and for that reason, football is coming home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, thank you all for who's listened and got involved uh, with us uh, on Twitter and Facebook and listening to the episode. Uh, if you're one of the arseholes that follows us on Twitter, don't be an arsehole. I know it's difficult for some of you, but try not to be an arsehole. Um, please subscribe to YouTube, oh, iTunes, Spotify, wherever. Go on. Go on, Ed. Uh, we, we, don't, we don't mind arseholes. It's just, it's, just, it's just the level of arsehole. We, we don't want to smell you. Yeah, hear me? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we did it, God. We got you. We got you. This this episode, the title of this episode is going to be Error 404 Loading. Okay. Oh. Oh, uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll be back at next week sometime. Depends on availability. Pre season, so we can all relax for a bit. But we'll be back to next week sometime. Hopefully, back as a four person show. Um, but anyway, thank you very much, everybody. Odin, and thank you first. It's been a pleasure having you with, with the Euros, and it's been a pleasure enjoying the England games with you as well. It's been memorable, hasn't it? Absolutely memorable. And I'm sure we will forget this tournament as long as we live. So, yeah, to memories and to this counselling session. <laughs> Absolutely, Wayne. Same goes for you, mate. It's been uh, it's been emotional. It's been a been a pleasure to be on the show. Um, I'd like to say that from next week onwards, we will go back to bickering. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, our friendship is now our footballing friendship has now ended as we go and support different teams again. <laughs> well, remember, everyone, football came home. Yes, yes, it did. Uh, and thank you all. We will see you all very, very soon. Stay safe and see you soon.